Hey guys, it's Fumi, and today we are going to talk about Lori Harvey and Damson Idris. You guys, I am in an excellent mood. I am in high spirit. What's got me in such an excellent mood? Well, I'll tell you. Those of you who are on social media, those of you who are into pop culture, have probably heard that Lori Harvey, Miss Lori Harvey, is in a new relationship with yet another Hollywood heartthrob, Damson Idris. Now, <laughs> Now, I saw this on Twitter a couple weeks ago. It was leaked as a rumor. I didn't know if it was true, so I didn't talk about it. But now it's official. Instagram official, from what I've seen, he posted it first and she posted after on her birthday. Now, if there's one thing Lori is going to do, it is have a man on her birthday. And I'm going to talk about this from the lens of just seeing what can we take from this as the average woman? What can we learn from the way that she is moving in her dating journey. Now, most of what I'm hearing online is kind of a split, right? The women are proud of her. They're cheering her on. Those who aren't hating are cheering her on. They're like, one thing Lori's going to do is have a man on her birthday. She's pulling these dudes left and right, dudes that everybody wants, and they seem to love them some her. On the flip, we see men kind of angry about it. Men very resentful of the way that Lori is moving through her dating journey. They will say it's because, oh, she's dating multiple guys. In the same industry, they'll say it's because she's been in a number of public relationships, but I don't think that's it. I think deep down what's irking them is that this is not the way that women are supposed to move. No, women are not supposed to move on like this, this quickly. They're not supposed to move on to just as good or better. Moving on is supposed to come with some kind of cost to the woman, either a time cost or a downgrade. They like the messaging that says that if you are a woman and you leave the guy that you are with, for whatever reason, typically, even if he's mistreated you or not lived up to the standard that you deserve, what is good? and comfortable for them to see is that as a woman you then spend years single no one wants to take you seriously no one wants to claim you you never find anyone as good and if you do find someone to claim you it has to be someone who's a downgrade from the person that you left those are the storylines that make people feel comfortable right she was supposed to leave Michael B Jordan and end up with someone we've never heard of. She's not going to do better than him. She'll never do as good as Michael. Well, here we are. And it pushes against the toxic notion that as a woman, you better take the first thing that comes your way because the clock is ticking. The wall, quote unquote, is fast approaching. And so if you have the audacity as a woman to leave a Michael B. Jordan at age 25, well then, you've got something else coming. And Lori Harvey said, bring it on. <laughs> and I love the way that she is moving. Now, I don't know her personally. I don't know any of these people. So let me start with that disclaimer of saying this is just for the purpose of social commentary. This is just for the purpose of what I do on social media, which is talk to women about the decisions that they make as they're dating. I am not purporting to know anything about these people. I am not claiming that I know these to be true facts. I am not asserting them as truths. Again, I am just going based on what we all have on 
social media. Secondly, another comment that I typically get whenever I talk about celebrities is, why do you care so much about their lives? I don't care about celebrity life. I really don't. The reason why we use celebrities to have this conversation is because the facts of the scenario are either widely known or readily accessible. And so they provide a good jumping point, a good launch pad for these conversations to be had. I thought that was common sense, but apparently not. Now that we've gotten it out of the way, I can move forward with a discourse. Lori Harvey is a young woman. She is the daughter of Steve Harvey and Marjorie Harvey. Steve Harvey, for those of you who don't know, is the author of a book called Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man. I remember coming across this book in undergrad. One of my friends said that her mother had bought her the book. I remember she told me a little bit about it. I haven't read it myself. So I can't speak on the contents of the book or its merits. I can, however, say that Lori Harvey appears to have a an aptitude. <laughs> She appears to have a certain aptitude, a certain je ne sais quoi when it comes to dating. It looks like she knows what she is doing. Now, she also has the advantage of being very well connected, very well positioned in society, being the daughter of Steve Harvey, who is an icon and a legend. She's also stunning. So those two things right there are huge advantages in her favor. Okay. That being said, there are other people who are similarly situated, at least in one of these two respects, and do not move with the level of astuteness that she does, right? Do not move. What are the things doing the work? I think it's a couple things. The first thing is, according to what she said on the podcast, is she comes to her relationships with a healthy level of self-centeredness, okay? This is what I try to communicate in my content to women, is to stop being so selfless when it comes to your romantic relationship. She said, as a podcast guest on Tiana Taylor's podcast, that she looks to her relationships and she says if it's no longer serving her she'll move on not many women do this enough and if they do it they don't do it quick enough they stick around they feel like they should wait it out give him chance after chance partially I'm sure out of fear that they won't be able to do better because that is something that we've all as women been socialized to believe that eventually you run out of options and you're not able to do any better than the last guy that you left right? But Lori is someone who's moving according to what suits her best. And I think that that is a good mindset to have as a woman. Stop locking yourself down and getting all of these commitments and ties and bonds to men who have you in this relationship that does not serve you, is not life-giving, does not improve or develop you or better your life in any way, shape, or form. The other thing that I think we can take from Lori Harvey is she is not preoccupied with relationship status. Now, I tweeted this and got some pushback from people saying, oh, I agree with everything else you said, but not about the thing with relationship status because she's moving from relationship to relationship. Please. When I talk about relationship status in this context, I am not talking about boyfriend and girlfriend. I am not talking about baby mama, baby daddy. I am talking about marriage, okay? If you ask me, this is my personal opinion. If you don't agree with this or this is not in alignment with where you are in your relationship, that's fine. I do not know you personally, so this is not a personal attack. In the world, there are two kinds of people, married people and single people. <laughs> 
That is how I categorize it. Everything in between is gonna put you in this single bracket for me, all right? Argue with the IRS. Now I know not everybody wants to get married and that's perfectly fine. I'm not, then you're not who I'm talking to right now. I'm talking to people who are marriage-minded and still believe in the institution and still want that to be the foundation for their family, all right? So when I say she's not preoccupied with relationship status, I'm saying that she's not letting the fear of, oh, if I leave him, what are my chances of getting married? Oh, if I leave him, I don't want to start over. She's not moved by that according to what we're seeing. And that is something that we have to respect. You don't have to. That is something I respect and think we can all learn from. The next thing I will say is that Lori Harvey is bringing a healthy dose of I don't care what you think I have one life and I'm gonna live it ism <laughs> to her dating okay a lot of times we as women are afraid to move and do what suits us because we're afraid of how people will take it what people will think we're afraid of judgment right and this is someone who has had attached to her a number of men in the industry and let's just put this out there not even just attached to her these men have dated her and treated her well and with like respect at least in the public eye have claimed her so i don't get what the shame is but i digress she's not letting that move her she's not letting the oh what will people say what will people think prevent her from walking away from a relationship that is less than optimal for her a lot of times we as women will stay in relationships because what will people say and you don't want another failed relationship and you don't want to hear their mouth and you don't want to prove them right and you don't etc etc think about it this way that's gonna suck yeah it's gonna it's not pleasant to have to hear the i told you so's and it's not pleasant to feel like you're starting over it really isn't and i get that but what's even more unpleasant <laughs> is being in a space where you now are actually miserable in your life because of this relationship. And I want women to understand that no matter what you've been told, no matter what you've been told about relationships and dating, especially nowadays in 2023, where we're in this era of trying to pretend as though our relationships or interpersonal connections don't matter, a lot of people fall into the trap of believing that it's just dating. It's just dating. It's just, you know, whatever. You trivialize this part of your life as unimportant. In the words of Sheryl Sandberg, who was um, the COO of Meta, formerly Facebook, and arguably one of, if not the most notable and successful woman in Silicon Valley, she said, the most important career decision that you will ever make is who you marry. Not many of us as women think about dating as a career decision. Not many of us think about relationships as a career decision. Here is one of the most successful women on Silicon Valley or in Silicon Valley saying the most important career decision you will make is who you marry. And why is that? Really think about what marriage means for women what childbirth and child rearing means for women. If you do not have a partner who values you, values your dreams, prioritizes your life purpose, 
to the same extent that he does his own. And you know you are a woman who has a purpose, who has a calling, and you know you are a woman who has so much in you to give to the world. What are you doing? If you are not vetting that man in the context, not just in terms of, you know, chemistry and compatibility, because that's what, that's what happens a lot of the time. We look at it in terms of chemistry and compatibility. Are you looking at his values? Are you looking at his priorities? How does he view you as a woman? How does he view your dreams? How does he view your purpose? How does he speak about those things? These are the things that we as women need to be looking out for. Okay, that's why I say you need to bring a healthy dose of self-centeredness to dating. That is healthy. There needs to be a fair amount of thinking, is this right for me? Is this right for me? Is this right for me? Throughout the relationship, do not get carried away. And we as women are not encouraged to do that. Another thing that's really telling about the Lori Harvey situation is a lot of the smoke that a lot of the men have for her and her dating is because they're assuming that the fact that she's dating these guys means that she is um, physically intimate with them. And this is an assumption that gets projected onto average women all the time, right? This is why a man will say, oh, we used to talk. Because he wants to tarnish or smear that woman's reputation, knowing that other men will hear that and just assume that there was some kind of physical intimacy. But let me blow something wide open for you. There are plenty of women who have been dating for years without that component to their relationship and are celibate. And those men are willing to walk that out with those women, okay? So while you're all assuming that dating and intimacy are synonymous, they are not. And the reason I'm talking about this is because it impacts average women as well. And then the question is, what is she wrong for exactly? Dating more than one guy, having the boldness and audacity to move on, being someone that can move on to comparable or better, I think that's what's really doing it. And it's why they also resent Sierra. They need that to that image, that lie to perpetuate in order for to keep women complacent. They need women to believe that if they leave, there's nothing better out there for them. That's how all of these guys who are giving mediocre treatment continue to have the love and emotional support that romantic relationships give, even though they're not creating environments for women to thrive within them. So how can we as women incorporate this into our own dating lives? The key to dating well, I've said this in other videos, other content, the key to dating well is not being afraid to move on, okay? The key to dating well is being willing to move on when you see that that relationship is not serving you, is not making you happy, is not in alignment with your purpose, is not fulfilling you, isn't right. The key to dating well is being able to move on and not look back. Because I think a lot of us get twisted and caught up in, you know, one bird in hand is better than five in the bush. No, drop that crusty, no good, low vibrational bird. Drop it and open yourself up to better because a lot of times the number one hindrance to women finding the love that they want, the number one barrier to women finding the love that they deserve is not that they can't attract the right guy. It's not necessarily, you know, that they're not doing the right thing in their current relationship. It is that they are letting the wrong guy 
occupy a space that is not meant for him, that does not belong to him. They're letting the wrong man block the right one. That saying, don't let a boyfriend keep you from your husband is so accurate. This is how you date. If it's not working, you move on, take some time to heal and process. By the way, no one can tell you how much time you need to heal and to process. Ladies, that is for you to know and for you to do on your own. All of the people projecting onto her saying, that's no time, that's not enough time to heal, ain't no way she healed. Like, you don't know this woman. Nobody knows you and your journey better. You know what you went through. You know what steps you took to heal after the fact. You know what your, you know, process is and where you are. I always say you need to heal to a certain extent before you get into anything new. But there's no obligation or no expectation that you need to be 100% totally perfectly healed before you find what's for you. Because for a lot of people, depending on what you've been through, healing can be a lifelong journey, right? Healing comes in stages. Part of healing is also learning to adapt. That's something that we don't talk about enough. Healing isn't going back to how things were before it ever happened. For a lot of people, healing is finding a new normal. Healing is finding a place where you're not how you were before it happened, but you are in a place where you can function in a healthy way, right? That new normal. And there's no shame in that. There's no need to, you know, look down on that. All you need to do is heal to the point that you are self-aware. That's one of the biggest tells that you're read is that you're healed to the point that you're self-aware. You're healed to the point where you can see your actions in an accurate light. You can receive from other people feedback about what you're doing. You're not easily triggered. And if you are triggered, you're able to take a step back and say, okay, I see the triggers. I recognize them. Self-awareness is a good sign that you're healed enough or you're close to healed enough to get involved with someone else. So as women, I think we can learn a lot from this. And men will always, I see people mocking it like why are you so invested in their lives shut up we can learn from these storylines just like we can learn from anything else another thing that we can take away is that it is very important to get clear on what your standards are I know this because I've coached hundreds of women at this point one-on-one -on -one. a lot of us go into dating and we're not even really clear on what it is that we want and need and so one of the first things I have women do when they come to me for coaching is to make a list of what they want in a relationship. So the women who do actually have a list, the issue is that list is not organized by priority. And what I encourage women to do is to divide their list into standards and preferences. So your standards are going to be things that you absolutely need in your relationship. They're going to be your non-negotiables. Your non-negotiables are going to be things that you absolutely need in order to have a long-lasting, fulfilling relationship with someone. Then your preferences are going to be things that you don't necessarily need, but that would be nice. So it's good to think about your list in terms of your priorities and make sure that when you see that your non-negotiables are not met, that you move on and you do so quickly. We are sometimes too forgiving. We think this person is going to change, but here's the thing. 
if this person had in them the actual potential to be what it is that you need, you would see some sign of that. And oftentimes as women, we are sticking around with not a sign in sight. He told you, oh, he's a provider. He just doesn't really have it right now. Someone who is a provider, even if he has 50 cents, will give you 25 cents, will give you 10 cents, will give you 15 cents. If he claims to be a provider and he's not spending anything, thing at all whatsoever because he doesn't have it right now that is a red flag you want to see actual tangible evidence of the potential that you're believing that they have okay so be clear on what your non-negotiables are you do not want to budge on this this is why i'm emphasizing it because when you budge on your non-negotiables what actually ends up happening is you end up leaving anyway because the reason it's a non-negotiable is that you need it you cannot go without it for any prolonged period of time a non-negotiable will absolutely end up being the reason that you eventually leave the only difference is had you left when you saw that lacking at month three, month two, month one, you would have had a lot less baggage, a lot less emotional investment than having stayed a year, two years, three years, etc. The sooner you leave when you see the non-negotiable is not there, the better. All right. Do not wait around. And I think that's what we are seeing her do. If I were to read into it, I would say she probably is very clear on what her non-negotiables are. And not only is she clear about it, she's unapologetic about it. A lot of times we as women allow our ourselves to be guilted out of our non-negotiables. You allow yourself to be guilted into thinking, well, that's a dumb standard to have. Well, why do you need someone who spoils you? Why do you need a provider? Like you have a job, you have your own money. Why do you need someone who buys you flowers regularly? All of these things, we allow ourselves to be guilted out of them or made to feel like we are superficial for having these standards. No, you are not. Because no one guilts the people who say they need five, five, small waist, thick hips, long hair, whatever it is. No one, sh no one guilts or shames those people. So that's another thing we can learn from Lori Harvey is to be unapologetic with what our standards and boundaries are. To be unapologetic about what our expectations are in a relationship. To remain a healthy level of self-absorbed in a relationship or rather self-centered so that we never lose ourselves in these relationships. We continue to prioritize what is important to us and we continue to keep in sight what it is our objective and purpose is for a relationship. And it is helpful to think about what that is for you as well. Some people have different ideas of what a husband is. Some people have different ideas of what a father to their children is. Get clear on what your ideas of those things are and do it in a way that it is actually authentic and organic to you instead of just trying to kind of Frankenstein, you know, your own image through what other people have said. Unplug from social media, meditate, pray and think, okay, what is it that I would need in a husband to feel valued, adored, cherished, all of those things. I think this is a really interesting conversation to have. That's all I have for tonight. I would love to hear what you guys 
think comment down below what do you think about this Lori Harvey situation what do you think happened between Lori Harvey and Michael B Jordan what do you think you know how do you think her and Damson Idris met let's speculate let's have a little fun and talk about it what is your two cents on this video I would love to hear your thoughts if you love this video like it and subscribe there are more videos like it coming and be sure to slide in my DMs and let me know any other topics or situations you would like me to cover all my love. Thank you so much for watching and I'll see you in my next video. Bye.